0: Then he pivots, fakes, chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it the annexation of Puerto Rico. What is up? How's it going? Welcome to APR. That's the annexation of Puerto Rico podcast. We are the football podcast, giving you all the ins and outs of every single upcoming game. We're going to give our picks for each of them. We're going to fly through some. We're going to dive into others and we'll make some best bets along with doing a weekly fantasy draft. We got two hey. in the building today. We got Jordan stacks on stacks on stacks. Lats.
1: Yes, sir. Lats, Let's Big go Colin,
0: Ben Larson. How are you doing tonight?
1: I'm good, man. I'm good. Just watching some hoops, you know, ready to talk some football. We got a very interesting slate of games with a lot of interesting things going on, which we're going to which we'll get to uh, as we're handicapping these games. But, man, I'm stoked, man, coming off that holiday break, Ben. Hope everybody had a great Christmas weekend. And, you know, we're moving forward. New year, man. Happy New Year. Happy 2022.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. We've got a lot of things on. Store for this year and uh man, looking forward to it. I see a drink in your hand. Uh tonight we are being sponsored by Tavour, so make sure to go to tavour.com, download the Tavour app, use promo code Taproom when signing up, and you get ten dollars off your first purchase of $25
1: or more. What are you drinking tonight? Uh so tonight I'm just drinking the gypsy fade. So I had uh the only things I had in the fridge were either Gypsy Fade or a double IPA Ben and I was like uh oh, it's Wednesday I don't know if I'm gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put anything else in the fridge so I'm going with the, with the with my go-to which I always have in the fridge the Gypsy Fade yes sir hell yeah from Tanaya Creek
0: hell yeah I'm going uh I mean. <laughs> I guess I'm going big for a Wednesday. <laughs> I'm doing a black Manhattan tonight. So I'm, uh, Ooh, what does gotta, that
1: mean? What's a black Manhattan?
0: Got to keep it classy. So, uh, it's, a, uh, it's your basic Manhattan, uh, but instead of vermouth, you're using a Um, so a little bit different of a taste. It's, uh, you know, it still has that, that sweetness, has a good, uh, I'm using a good rye for it. I'm using the rare breed. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, it's tasty. I, I to be honest, I don't know which I like better, the regular Manhattan or the Black Manhattan. They're just a slight difference to it.
1: And, and what's a whiskey drink with an egg in it? Oh man. Um I can see it. What is uh, it called?
0: Uh oh my god. I've had it many a times. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I should know this off the top of my head. You can make a sour with it. Um, is it a sour? That's not what I'm thinking of. With egg whites.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's egg white. Yep. No, I, Let's see.
0: Um, we've got uh is it a a pis, piscadero pis-
1: nah it's it's a different it has something it's like an old fashioned drink dude like that they made back in the uh back in the the prohibition days like same time as old fashioned is in manhattan's it was around that time I just forget the name of it
0: it's not a piscado or piscadero or
1: it could be Let's i see. thought the name was more like Old fashioned in Manhattan though.
0: Um, let's see. There's a white lady. There's the Maybe bees my... knees. Um, I've I've had it before. And I oh my god, this is really is it a whiskey enough. sour? I mean, whiskey sours. Some of them have have a classic uh, wi- whiskey sour. It. Yeah, could be. Some of them have egg whites in it. I don't prefer my whiskey sours with egg bites in it
1: but or or maybe it's called a, a New York anyways the only reason why I know about this drink is because my friend went to college at Fordham and when she came back after her like freshman year which you know you can't normally go out and drink but she was like oh they they make this drink in in New York and it like dates back to she was telling me the whole fucking history, and she was like, "You would think it's gross, but you try it, and it's fucking phenomenal." And I was like, "Yeah, I'll take your word for it."
0: Yeah, aperol—is <laughs> it an aperol fizz?
1: It could be, man. I don't remember the name. I just—I remember it being like an old-fashioned or Manhattan, but who knows. Yeah. Yeah, who knows, dude? It was a long time ago, bro. So you could. <laughs> who knows, dude? I've had a couple. It mixed up with something yeah, else. I've
0: had a couple of drinks with egg whites, and I'm. I'm just not a fan. The, I think this one has egg bubble. yolk in it, dude. Okay. Yeah, that's even even weirder. But that's just my opinion, you know. Yeah, I my mean, opinion. I
1: wouldn't. That would not be a drink of choice for myself, dude. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who knows, dude? It could be good, but you know i'm gonna take someone's word for it and if someone else orders it i might try it but i'm not gonna try it just to find yeah. out i don't like it the new york flip i think that might be it dude okay
0: that's bourbon simple syrup heavy cream egg yolk and tawny port
1: interesting yeah i could, okay. could be it That could be it that sounds about right yeah, I
0: don't I don't know if I could drink that one, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't dude. know. I'll
0: stick to my Manhattans.
1: That's Is that sure. a good breakfast drink though? Who knows? You know, be. have it with could the be. fucking steak and eggs dude.
0: Still the hangover. Yeah. <laughs> the hair. That's the a
1: hangover. real hair of the dog. Yeah, I love it. I love it.
0: All right, let's get into some football. We uh we've got an update on records. We did not uh, have a show last week, but we've got an update on where we were. You know prior to that and um things have kind of flipped a little bit jordan didn't have the best week and uh he he dropped down a little bit so he's uh he's at 47.3 percent. Mm, that
1: was a brutal week though. it
0: was it was eddie and i did all right uh i'm sitting at 47.6 percent, and eddie is still just below 500 at 49.4 percent so we're we're doing uh we're doing pretty well i'm i'll be damn happy with a uh you know, 500, uh, 500 years. So we got uh, two more weeks to really get these up and uh, keep keep things going. We're we're definitely trending
1: in the right way. Which and is even though we possible. didn't have a show last week, man, I did give out my that what was going to be my best bet for the week mm-hmm. on Twitter, and it hit. Hell
0: yeah, yeah. I had, uh, I had the Kansas City one as uh, as one of my bets that hit. Also had Green Bay, which didn't hit. They didn't cover. They took the W, but didn't cover there. So,
1: dude, that was brutal. Yep. Baker Mayfield 21. threw four interceptions, and Cleveland should have honestly won that game, dude. Yeah,
0: yep. But four interceptions is uh, is definitely rough, and Green Bay should have taken advantage of that, but didn't. Is what it is. Is what it is. They got another big game this week, so we'll see how they do there. But speaking nope. of Green Bay, we got to talk about Aaron Rodgers because he went on the uh, Pat McAfee show again today, and uh, or maybe it was yesterday, and uh, caused quite a quite a storm talking about. Uh, not only the COVID rules that we have in, uh, you know, in effect right now, things have changed a little bit, um, but also his future in Green Bay, his future in the NFL. So let's, uh, let's, let's kind of really focus on that. We, we got to talk about what he said um, coming in. Basically he doesn't know where he's uh, he's going to be next year. He doesn't know if he's going to stay in Green Bay, if he's going to kind of test the waters, go to a different team or, or even retire. Uh, so everything's kind of on the table. He did say that he's not going to have a long drawn out, uh, you know, show like he did this, this past off season. So which kind of route do you think is best for Aaron Staying in green Bay testing the waters? I don't think he retires. Um, You know, he also mentioned that he, you know, he's loving even practice Um, and going in on the day in day out, him having this broken toe and not practice practicing these lives last couple of weeks is probably given him a little bit more, you know, time. So do you think there's any chance of retirement or green Bay somewhere else? What do you think?
1: Well, he said that he couldn't picture himself seeing, uh, seeing himself play for anybody, but green Bay. So I think we can almost eliminate, I mean, who knows, dude, it's Aaron Rodgers. He says a lot of shit, dude. Yeah. But based on what he's saying, if you, I mean, it sounds like he's being pretty sincere, saying this is the best year, most fun he's ever had. Um, And then that he can't see himself playing anywhere else. So I think we can all, I would eliminate, you know, playing for any other team. And I honestly, when we came into the year, I was like, all right, Aaron Rodgers is not going to be playing for Green Bay next year. But honestly, as the season has progressed, you know, even people I've talked to, I've told them like, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to play anywhere else in his career. I think he's going to retire a Packer. And that leads us to something else, is that Aaron Rodgers is a different dude. And I could very well see him retiring this year. I said it during, uh, you know, when we're talking on the offseason on Room and APR, I said it wouldn't shock me if Aaron Rodgers retired because it seemed like he was enjoying his offseason. And, you know, once you do get that old and you've been playing in, in a league that long and the daily grind day in and day out, like, you know, that's mentally can be tough on people and he's talked about happiness a lot maybe is his happiness is not playing football anymore um obviously he's having fun playing football this year i think winning cures a lot you know they're 12 yeah. and 3 but i don't like it wouldn't shock me if he retired bro and right on right into the sunset on on the top especially if they win the super bowl this year i mean why not
0: yeah uh why not because there's a lot of money on the table
1: um sure but i mean there's gonna be a lot of money for if him wins. on the table in the in his offseason life too in his in his post career
0: yeah um not 30 some million a year though i think that's going to be you know if especially if he wins the super bowl here with green bay i think that's going to be something that you know really uh, you know really pushes things personally i think he's going to stay in green bay for at least another year um, i don't think green bay is going to be too happy with that because of you know Jordan Love and them wanting to get him, you know, a little bit of playing time. I mean he he hasn't shown that he's ready to be an NFL starting quarterback, but they need to get him reps. And I think putting him in, you know, in the line of fire is going to be the only way to get Jordan Love, you know, to be to a starting QB position. Um, we saw it in the you know the game that he he started when Rogers was on COVID, and he's just not ready and especially if you're in the nfc you've got a lot of tough teams that you're going to have to fight against and with jordan love i don't know if you're even a a playoff contender maybe a wild card contender but you're not going to win a division um and i mean they didn't
1: win the division with aaron Rodgers this first year either yeah yeah. I don't think that's an expectation. I, I think this team is in a different – I mean, it's it's really not in a different spot than when they had Favre, though, because that was a contending team, and then Favre retired, and they kind of took a, a step back, and they won the Super Bowl in a couple of years.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that's why I think if, if they win the Super Bowl, I think all bets are off, dude. I think I could very well see Aaron Rodgers retiring. I yeah. do understand the money part, for sure. But at the same time, I also think Green Bay sees it, and they're like, they have a good thing going with Rodgers right now, and unless he shows regression, I think honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they traded Jordan Love in the offseason dude, yeah. and just reset and drafted another quarterback that can learn behind Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah, I think there would be a lot of uh, a lot of angry Packer's fan if if that happened. Why um, they keep
1: Rodgers? I don't think they care. Well, because you lose a, a first round draft pick, a hot first round draft pick that I mean teams lose first round draft picks every year. Like out of thirty-two players, like how many of the first round picks do you think pan out? I mean at least eight. No. Nah, dude. You've the... got oh. you've
0: got more than that, that are you know that are starting, you know, from the get go. You've sat now on on love for what two years and this gotten is only the that. second
1: year. All right, looking back to the 2018 NFL draft because that's a draft with, you know, we're we're a few years in. Only 12 of those players had have made a Pro Bowl. Saquon Barkley is one of them. I think we would both agree that he's washed now. Uh, Josh Allen. Minka Fitzpatrick, Tremaine Edmonds, who's hurt this year, Derwin James, who's been often injured, Jair Alexander. You're talking, you're talking Pro Bowl. Love isn't even close to Pro Bowl quality. But that's what I'm saying, dude. If I named you any of these other guys, you wouldn't even know who they are. Oh, Josh, are they, Rosen, are they
0: playing? Are they starting?
1: Not. Darnold's not starting. Baker Mayfield. You could basically count him out. Roquan Smith is yeah, starting. You can't- Count Baker out. He's the starting quarterback. Come on. Well, I mean, then the, for how much longer? For two more games? Because he ain't starting there next year. He uh, yes, he is. That that's a absolute mistake. Is. Josh Rosen not starting. Uh deron Payne, not start, or he is starting, but he's a dude that punched that other dude. Um uh, Davenport Miller starting. Um, uh, Billy Price not starting, Rashawn Evans. He's like been all right. Isaiah Wynn, not starting. Uh, Hayden Hurst, dude. Where the hell did Hayden? I don't even think Hayden Hurst is even in the league anymore. Calvin I mean, Ridley, not starting. Rashad Penny. Well, Terrell Edmonds. I guess what it is. Uh, not hurt, but. Taven Bryan, not starting. Mike Hughes, not starting. Sonny Michelle got already yeah, but... got traded, not starting. I mean, dude. Sonny the... Michelle
0: is starting now.
1: Um, but... Not anymore because Cam Akers is back. Yeah. Uh... I mean, these are a lot my, of players. My point you, is, is that first round picks come and go, Ben. And yeah, you, but you've got to. I get, would rather. Would you rather have Aaron Rodgers or a first round pick? I would rather have Aaron Rodgers.
0: Absolutely. Exactly.
1: So, what does but it matter? And I guarantee you, but you're, you're
0: throwing fans. away something that you could have produced. You that could have produced something so much better for Aaron Rodgers over these last two years. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Why?
1: Look, hindsight's twenty twenty. You can't go back and change it. I mean, they drafted A.J. Dillon in the third round, and everyone thought they were fucking stupid, and now he's like probably – he'll probably be the first running back taken behind Jonathan Taylor next year in fucking fantasy. I
0: think it's a – I think it's a bad move. I think it's a bad move. Why? Just because or, you don't want
1: to w- waste a first-round pick that's already coming gone. I mean, you can't go back and make the pick again.
0: I, I mean, I I just don't think that the fans are gonna the fans are gonna appreciate that. I think the fans are gonna
1: be pissed off at at. You think they're gonna appreciate saying fuck you to Rodgers after he wins an MVP again? Oh, because we want we gotta see what Jordan Love has. What if Jordan Love sucks, dude? You don't know. You have something in Aaron Rodgers. You could trade Jordan Love for. It. At least a fourth-round pick, maybe even a third-rounder at this point. Fourth-round's not going to do much. I mean, you're still drafting – you're hoping to draft starters.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I think they've I, – I mean, we we know that they've made a mess in their quarterback situation up in Green Bay. So, that's uh, neither here nor there. But, I don't know. I, I think you've banked on your future with Jordan Love and – Picked high yeah, I mean, for him, and what if you can get two more years way. out
1: of Rodgers, though?
0: Well, one, we don't. I don't think Rodgers will have two more years.
1: I mean, after he's played this year, dude. Like, what's to tell you he's gonna? He hasn't regressed okay. at all yet.
0: What's going to tell you he's going to play next year? I mean, I, I agree. He's he hasn't regressed. He's still no, that top level I'm, saying, I'm saying if he
1: if he says I want to come back and play for the Packers, the Packers have to accept him. And the thing that's tough for the Packers in that aspect, because yeah, you can sit Jordan Love another year, but then you only have one year of him left on his rookie deal, and then you yeah. have to pay him, you know what I mean? And so that's where it becomes an issue because then you don't get to see what you have of Jordan Love, you only get one year, right? And what if he balls out that one year and then you pay him fucking 25 million and he's never the same again? You know what I'm saying? Like that's what's tough. That's a tough position there. And so that's why I'm saying if Aaron Rodgers says that he's coming back. You keep Aaron Rodgers and then you trade Jordan Love. You have to trade him. I think. I. I don't think it makes any sense for them to keep him. Yeah. Um. Other than the fact, unless Aaron Rodgers gets hurt and he's, you know, then you have Jordan Love, but then you're in the same position. Then you. Then you have to pay Jordan Love and you have to pay Aaron Rodgers. Then what? You know.
0: Yeah. It's true.
1: That is very true.
0: All right. So, three options. Uh, Packers. Another team or retires. What's your,
1: what's your gut telling you? I mean, fuck, dude. I don't even know, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's. I think if they win the Super Bowl, he retires. If they don't win the Super Bowl, but they come close, I think he plays for the Packers again. I don't see him playing for any other team though, right now, huh. at all. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go. Gut feeling he says he's with the Packers for one more year. Uh, but that's that's it. I don't think he's
1: playing two. And he yeah. also said he doesn't want to be a bum, dude. He, basically, what he meant to say is, I don't want to be Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he meant to say, dude.
0: Do you think uh, Devonte Adams comes back, signs a, a one year deal if uh, if Rogers doesn't retire? Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I think that would be the. I think Rogers would say, if I come back, Adams has to come back. Just yeah. like he did with Randall Cobb, you know, and he said in his interview too that him and Brian Guttenkin, uh have a much better working relationship. So yeah, and that's a big part of why he's happy. So I definitely yeah. think if he comes back, Adams is back. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Let's move into these games because we don't have a, uh, we don't have a Thursday game this week, which is uh, no kind of interesting. Game. And so, last Monday it. night game of the year. Yep. A lot of, a lot of Sunday games. We got uh, the single Monday night game. So let's jump into these not so prime times. Uh, We have, uh, we're going to be looking at, um, well, I think 14 games here. And then uh, we have decided that our game of the week is going to be the chiefs and Bengals since both teams are in first place here. Um, So let's start off with the dolphins going against the Texans. Sorry, the Titans, excuse me, not the Texans. Um, Right now, Titans are three and a half point favors. Dolphins are coming off of a seven-game win streak after seven
1: games of losing. So, uh, what do you like here? Well, this is this is an interesting game here, Ben, because the Dolphins, you know, they're really hot of late, right? Way hot. Yep. But they've been taking advantage of an easy part of their schedule. I mean, if you look at who they've beaten, dude, like dating back to last Monday, they were playing the Saints without like fucking three-fourths of their team, dude. Yeah. Um, Obviously, they took care of business, but still like they didn't have anybody. Then they beat the Jets, the Giants, the Panthers, the uh, the Jets again, the Ravens who have basically been fucking on free fall since then, um, and the Texans. So, I mean, really none of their wins have been like – other than that Ravens one, I would say none of their wins have been impressive. Uh, Maybe 33 to 10 against the Panthers, but the Panthers have been dog shit, dude. And then the rest of their wins have been against dog shit teams. So this is really their first test going on the road to Tennessee, another playoff caliber team, but another team that is banged up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so with that being said, I mean, Lane three and a half. What is it? Three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Uh telling you Titans maybe a half point better team, maybe one and a half point better, depending on what you think Tennessee's uh home field advantage is. I mean, I just don't see it, dude, without Derrick Henry. They just haven't been the same team. They did get a couple turnovers from, from San Francisco, but uh Tua hasn't been turning the ball over, dude, since they've been it hasn't since they've been playing well. And that's really been the big change in, in that team. And that defense is playing that same level of defense that they were playing before, Ben. So, I mean, er, I, I, I kind of like Miami here. I'm with, three you on the, and a half.
0: I'm with you on the Miami bet here. I think it's going to come down to, you know, a last second play. And I, I, I love that the hook is here. Um, if it was at three, I, to be honest, I think it's going to, I think that would push, but because we're laying at three and a half right now, I'm going to go with dolphins um, I think it's going to come down to either a last second touchdown um, or last second field goal. And that is going to, you know, be the, the push here. Um, you're absolutely right with the injuries going to Tennessee and, you know, they, they have one, you know, two of their last five, but their two wins are San Francisco. When, you know, like we talked about, there were a lot of turnovers in that game that shouldn't have happened and Jacksonville. Otherwise, there's have lot to Houston, uh, um, Pittsburgh, and New England. And those – at least two of those teams are teams that they should have beaten. Um, and, you know, we've, we've been talking about kind of uh, the Ravens going on a, a downfall. Is, I mean, Tennessee is kind of there too. They got a big win against San Francisco. I I had San Francisco win in that game. But, you know, everybody's going to beat Jacksonville. Everybody's supposed to beat Houston. but. They didn't, and uh, I think that's going to play a, a big role in there. Um, so I'm I'm with you on this. I'm going I'm going with the Dolphins here. Yeah, so. I think
1: I think it's the really the only smart bet here. No uh, no Julio Jones either. Mm-hmm. So, I mean you're already taking away um you're already taking away weapons from Ryan Fit, Ryan uh, Tannehill. I don't, I don't know why I just almost called him Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. You're taking away uh, weapons from Ryan Tannehill already. Uh, Miami's defense too, man. I mean, yeah. Ben, this, w- this was a, a defense that, you know, through week six was like 22nd DVOA, and now they're top eight. Yeah, You know what I mean? So they're playing completely different um, football. And then also Tennessee, Ben, 25th. Passing DVOA, and that's really Miami's strength of their team. They're six yep. against the pass, dude. So they are absolutely going to obliterate that pass. No Derrick Henry. I don't expect them to be able to run much. So definitely like Miami. I honestly like them to win the game, too. Yeah. Yep. I can definitely see that happening.
0: All right. Let's move on to that that we're going to just do a, a quick hit on, and that's going to be the Falcons uh, heading into Buffalo to play the Bills. Uh, Bills are 14 Favors here. 14 points over under is sitting at 44. What's the so weather range. gonna be like? Uh weather in Buffalo. 28 degrees and snowing at game time.
1: Yeah. Give me Buffalo, dude. Atlanta going into the snow. They can't run the ball for shit. Uh they could barely pass it. And their defense sucks. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where there's any room for Atlanta here. Offensively, 28th DVOA. Defensively, uh 31st DVOA. <laughs> I, I yeah. mean this, this game might get ugly, dude. I'm I'm not necessarily going to bet this game, but I would definitely take the minus 14, dude.
0: I'd go with the Bills. Um, you know, Atlanta's pass defense is not good. They're almost allowing 250 yards a game. And I think that's, you know, that's what the bills really are going to kind of, they don't run the ball strength. Yeah. Um, you've got the Falcons who have won road games, but none of those teams have a winning record. So you're going up against a tough team, like the bills who their defense has kind of been stepping up a little bit here. Um, and you know, if they're, their offense plays even half of what they did against the Patriots. I think they can still win by 14 um against the Falcons here. So nope. all right. Two games there. Let's uh let's jump We're to the green Raiders. dude. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing. Uh Raiders versus the Colts. Um Raiders are heading into Indianapolis to play the Colts. Colts are six and a half point favors. Is that what was that out before
1: we heard that Wentz was out? So when once, yes. before once, it opened at minus eight, got bet down eight. to minus seven, minus six and a half at some books. Uh, when, when they announced once entered COVID protocols yesterday, went down to minus one and a half. Then today, the new COVID protocols get released. So there's potential that Wentz can play. Colts came out and said today they they fully anticipate and expect Carson Wentz to play on Sunday, but there is wow. no guarantee that he passes COVID protocols. Okay, the line went back up to minus six and a half tonight. We're recording so this on us, Wednesday. That tells us that, that it's that it's happening. <laughs> basically. basically, I mean that's that's the books going off the fact that that the Colts are saying. We anticipate and expect him to, but there's no guarantee. True. Very true.
0: Yeah, I just don't think the I don't think the the Raiders can stop Jonathan Taylor. I don't think anybody can stop Jonathan Taylor at this point.
1: I mean mean, the only issue the only other thing I see is aside from Wentz, dude. I mean, you're talking about Darius Leonard on the on COVID list. Uh you're talking about Um, Smith, or other tackle, Eric Fisher is already questionable. Quentin Nelson got react. He got activated. So he'll be playing a day. They're starting safety also on the reserve COVID list. So, I mean, this is a team just thrashed with COVID um, issues, dude. So if these players can't come back, this could be an issue. You know what I'm saying? Going forward. Um, But I mean, you're right, dude. The Colts are one of the best rushing teams in the league. Mm-hmm. They, they are, what are they, first DVOA in rushing. And yep. the Raiders against the rush, dude, are 21st. And a lot of that is because they had a good game against Denver last week, which was their probably their best game stopping the run all season. Absolutely. Yep. And so either you're banking on that to continue this week or you are taking into account what's happened all year long.
0: I think you have to take into account to what's happened all year year long. And if we're under a touchdown here, um, I'm taking that. With the way that the Raiders have been playing, they can't run the ball. I mean, Carr has been 50-50. I think a lot of the numbers are inflated on Carr because of what he did in those first few weeks when he had a full wide receiver core. He had Waller when he had Brooks. um, And is Waller back?
1: Well, Weller is not at, back on COVID no? now. He's, he's oh, on COVID shit. protocols now. Okay. So, yeah. I'm. And he was just I mean, put in today. So, he's, uh, he's there's no way he could play on Sunday. No chance.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I just don't think they have the, 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 the offensive options to, you know, really put up, you know, something against the Colts defense that does find a way to win the games, a Colts offense that can run and throw, um, you know.
1: Yeah, if, but can they throw if there's no Carson Wentz, dude? Yeah, I think that's where this becomes a big issue because you're throwing a rookie out there and Sam Ellinger, who we don't know what he could do, but it makes it easier to stack the box against Jonathan Taylor, regardless of yeah. how your run defense has been all year. So I think that that's where this becomes an issue. I am not comfortable taking the Colts minus six and a half. If I know Carson Wentz is not playing, that's true. This is a, I would take the Raiders at plus six and a half if Carson Wentz isn't playing, but I probably wouldn't bet this game. Yeah, there's yeah. just too much uncertainty around this game. Yeah, did you hear they uh, reached out to Philip Rivers? Who? Colts. Yeah. Why not? Why not? If if yeah. Wentz can't play, I mean, dude, that already tells you what they think about Sam Ellinger, dude. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> so that I'm ge- I'm true. taking the I'm taking the Raiders right now. But this this play has a an asterisk next to it. This has a caveat. If Carson Wentz plays, I'm taking Colts. If he doesn't you know, play, I'm taking. Colts. we can't do that Raiders. here.
0: You know we don't do that here. There's no, there's no asterisk. What we I mean, have dude, with our situation right now.
1: We're talking important situations, Ben. <laughs> I'll take the Raiders. I'll take the Raiders for for argument's sake. I'll take them even if Wentz plays, dude. I'll take the Raiders. I'm going Colts here. So,
0: all right, first first difference of the day here, which is a, a good if way. Eddie to start was up.
1: here. He would he would probably keep taking the opposing team. Cause whenever he takes the opposing team, the Raiders end up winning.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely. That's true. And I need a loss because we uh, if they win out, then uh, our bet is a push and I don't get my Jersey, but the Raiders way. I guess Raiders way. All right, let's go on a quick one here. We're going to go with the giants versus the bears. Giants are heading into Chicago uh, to play the bears. Bears are six point favors here. Over under is a low 37 and a half. That just shows how bad these offenses are. Um, I think Guy read Fields is not going to be starting again, so we'll, we'll have Foles in.
1: Um, let me see here. I thought it was just questionable right now. Is it questionable? Now? Where is the game? Sorry. Ben skipped down to like the last game on the bit on the list. I did not skip down to the last game on the list.
0: This is the second one on our outline, bro.
1: Is it? Oh, that's why I didn't see it. Oh, there we go. Hey, minus six. Bears, we got. Oh, Fields is playing, dude. He's playing. Okay. I don't Fields know if that's a
0: good thing or a bad playing, thing. Bro. Would you rather have Fools?
1: Uh, I'd rather have Fields just because I feel like the Bears were playing good with him. I'm not saying he was playing good, but they were playing decent with him. You know what I mean? Obviously, they won last week with Foles, so I guess what the fuck am I talking about? (laughs) But, I mean, the the Giants haven't played good against anybody. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, they got Molly by the Eagles, lost by 15 against the Cowboys, lost by 16 against the Chargers, albeit, you know, two and a half good teams there. You know, I'll give the Eagles a half a good team. Um, but I mean, dude, they just, they haven't been playing well, dude. So I just can't bet on the giants. And what's crazy too, is like the giants owner came out and said that he's not going to fire judge and that judge is going to be the coach and that they're going to keep Daniel Jones at quarterback, which Hmm. is very strange to me because I mean, that's like the definition of insanity. Like it's just not working. So let's just keep doing it. But you know, I don't own the team. You know what I mean? That's his money. He's a billionaire. He could do what he want. I'd probably take the Giants plus six. I don't love it, though, at all. (laughs) Just because I'm not laying six points with the Bears, dude.
0: I'm going to go with the Bears here because I just, I can't get over the Giants because, you know, start of the season, I thought they were going to be, you know, battling for this division. They had so many good additions to this team and they aren't doing anything here. Uh, and, And that just... That that really surprises me. I thought Daniel Jones was going to be better. I thought the addition of Galladay was going to help. I thought having Barkley back was going to be, you know, a a a huge kind of you know shot in the arm. And we haven't seen anything out of out of the Giants. And the way that they've been scoring, um, they've scored over 10 points in their last five games once. Like right. I, I just don't say see the any... under
1: is probably the best bet here. <laughs> yeah, even at 37. Even though it's 37 and half. a half.
0: Yeah. I just I, I just can't believe how this team has just struggled. And you know, it's it's frustrating for you know it's gotta be frustrating for Giants fans, but you know, I, I'm just surprised how little this team is producing
1: offensively and defensively. So I mean the Giants a- are like they're they're just a funny team, Ben. They're like almost dead last in offense DVOA and then they're like 20th in defense DVOA and they don't stop the run very well and that's yeah. honestly what the Bears do the best is they run the ball plus it's going to be shitty ass weather in Chicago on Sunday too it's going to be really windy so I don't see much passing going on yeah. but the Giants haven't been able to run the ball dude and that's where like having to guy like Saquon Barkley and even Daniel Jones being as mobile as he is and I know he's missed a few games this year missed a few games this year but they're 29th in rushing dvoa like they haven't been able to run the ball at all yeah this team just has so many holes which is why i was saying it's just insanity that they say they're bringing back judge and then they say they're bringing back judge and then they go out and they lose 31 to 10 or whatever it was against the <laughs> fucking eagles dude like yeah. bro this team is it's just a mess dude and honestly they have nothing to play for either like yeah. what are they I, I know nfl teams don't really give up because The players aren't going to give up, but a lot of these players, especially when you say we're bringing the head coach back, we're bringing the quarterback back, they could be ready for vacation. I'm talking myself out of the Giants here, dude. Give me the Bears.
0: (laughs) All right, we are going to talk about the Rams heading into Baltimore to play the Ravens. Right now, Rams are three-and-a-half point favors on the road. So neutral field, Rams are six-and-a-half you know they're saying that uh sorry neutral field rams are six and a half point favors here um which is kind of interesting and we have the return of lamar jackson is that going to be enough to uh you know to keep this a close game so three and a half to the rams over under is sitting at 47 and a half
1: yeah this is a another interesting game because I saw a video of Lamar Jackson practicing today and he he definitely didn't look like he was able to go full speed, but who knows on Sunday when they shoot you up and, you know, you got the adrenaline going as well. It's a different ball game. Um, And, you know, the Ravens coming off four losses, you know, like that Packers game, they almost came back and won with Tyler Huntley. Uh, The Bengals game, you know, obviously they got their fucking – asses be Tyler Huntley could come back in time for that game too so even if Lamar Jackson doesn't play they could go uh Tyler Huntley um off the reserve COVID list because he got put on you know all five days ago now yeah so I think this is another game we got to kind of wait and see because the Rams I mean the Rams are playing good football dude four wins in a row road game road wins against Cardinals and Minnesota but yeah. traveling east is never easy dude for West Coast teams
0: yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a nice day in Baltimore though. It's gonna be fifty nine degrees and cloudy, so I don't think it's gonna be, you know, too difficult for him. It's it's, it's honestly
1: the weather. It's a ten a.m. start, dude. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's gonna be different. But I don't think, you know, I don't think uh, the Ravens have enough to to do it. I mean, we saw Bateman kind of turn up last week, but we know Bateman's not a big target for Lamar and. You know, when you don't have to worry too much about a passing game with Jackson in, uh, I don't think you. I, I think you can focus your defense, and Rams defense is top notch. I think you can focus on, you know, keeping a, you
1: know, keeping that that close watch on be. Lamar. So they should, they should, and they win this game. I mean, this is a must win game because if they win this game, they win the division. And the Cardinals lose. They win the division. The Cardinals very well could lose on Sunday. Cardinals have a tough game.
0: Yep. Cardinals have a very tough game. So, yeah, I think we're going to see a big, you know, a big day from the Rams. I think it's also a little interesting that this started at three and a half and now it's down to three. So, Public is
1: favoring Baltimore here. All these money's favoring Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. 84% 84, 84% of the tickets on the Rams, though, so that's sharp money on the Ravens.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm taking the Ravens just because they're a home team. I think that you know they're still in the playoff hunt, too. They're coming off four losses, dude. They're a well-coached team. The Rams are coming off four wins, though. I, I don't care. They were coming off three losses before those four wins. I think Lamar Jackson is going to come back. I think he's going to have a good game. I like the Ravens here at home. You just said Lamar
0: is not, he didn't look good.
1: Yeah. But then I said, if, you know, a lot can change from now until Sunday when they shoot you up on Sunday, plus you have the adrenaline, plus he has three more days to get prepared. I mean, who knows, dude, there's a reason why the Ravens put that video out today, dude. Yeah. I guess so. When do you, when do you ever see video of players practicing? Like never, dude, ever. True. Still going Rams here.
0: Still going Rams here. All right, let's take a quick hit on the Jags going into New England to play the Patriots. Patriots are 14 and a half point favors. I'm still going Pats here. Jags suck. So yeah. two rookie QBs going at it though. That's that's going to be the interesting. I think that's that's a game that I will definitely watch um, just because you've got T-Law and, uh, and Mac Jones going at it. Um, but I think the Jags are, I mean, there's a couple of teams that are, have lost the locker room, have lost kind of any motivation to play. I think they're definitely one of them. Uh, Oh, that that ship is long sailed. Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I, I don't even, I mean, there's not even like, there's Not even respect on the line here, um,
1: yeah. I mean, dude, like you would, you would think going, that, like, you would think with everything that was said about Urban Meyer and the players in the locker room and shit, the second that he was gone, they would be like motivated to play well, mm-hmm. and then they go out and they fucking lose to the Texans and the Jets, dude. Like, yeah. dude, this this team is one, two, three, Cancun ready to go. Dude. Oh, yeah, like, yep, they are on auto fade, however, 14 and a half points is a lot of points, dude, for Mac Jones.
0: Yeah, but I think this is also a a game for Mac Jones to kind of come back into, you know, into form Um, because they've had a couple tough losses. I mean, last week was, you know, case in point to Buffalo where they lost by, I mean, 12, which is not bad, but they lost by 10 to Indy Um, and they need to come back and say, no, we are a playoff team. We are, you know, a team that that will steamroll through
1: lower level teams and i think that's a this is going to be a big push for them i also think this is a perfect matchup for what they have the style they like to play because the way they're going to win games is by good defense running the ball and um you know getting ahead quickly not playing from behind dude because we've yeah. seen how they play when they play from behind they're not good for playing from behind and obviously they have the best uh top three defense in the league jacksonville 30th in defense 28th against the run ben yep give me new england here i do not i would not bet this game though dude 14 yeah. and a half just too much to lay for my old, yeah. for me
0: i also need this to go over 41 and a half um because i do need the jags to put a lot of points up on that defense. <laughs> a lot of points up on that defense so let's have a let's have a big t Day. Um and have them when Patriots win by fifteen, so. Woo. Woo. <laughs> oh, yeah, sixty to forty-five. Let's go there. 60 oh shit,
1: <laughs> bro! If if they even score sixty combined, dude, that's a huge game. <laughs> that's
0: true. That's very true. <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, one we're gonna talk about. The Chargers are hosting the Broncos. Chargers are six and a half point favors at home. Over under is sitting at 46. 46 I think this is a big comeback game for the Chargers. I think
1: they have to win this game. Who's playing quarterback for the Broncos? Drew Lock. Lock, yeah. Yep. They looked atro-
0: absolutely atrocious last week against the Raiders. I and that's part of the reason why I cannot put any faith into into this this Broncos team. You got Melvin Gordon who's questionable. Uh, he was a limited participant in practice. So, you know, he's he's definitely going to play, but is he going to be?
1: What about Javante Williams?
0: Locke is a limited participant in practice. Javante Williams was limited participant in practice on Wednesday. So, you know, it's, mm. uh, I mean, they're going to play, but they're not going to be 100%, which I think is a, a big thing to to put here.
1: Um, I mean, mean, the only thing, though, is that, dude, the Chargers fucking can't stop the run, Ben. They're, like, one of the worst teams against the run. Thirty-second, They are the worst team. 32nd against the run, DVOA, dude. And that's what the the Broncos like to do best, dude. They like to run the football. They can only run the football
0: at this point. Without Bridgewater in there, they can only run.
1: Well, I mean, Bridgewater's not going to light you up with his arm either. I would rather have Drew Luck throwing the ball. It's just Drew Luck is just he just he he pushes it too much he forces a little too much throws it 10 Um,
0: feet over the receiver's head
1: yeah i'm i mean dude i'm still gonna lean denver here just because when you're able to run the ball you can control the game a little bit dude and i i do not love what i've seen from the the chargers run defense at all this year dude i mean do they just lost to the texans
0: yeah, but that's that's a. I'm saying that that's going to be. I mean, we've seen it all year. These teams who overlook other teams because they've got somebody else in, in mind. And Houston's a perfect example. How many teams? I mean, we've seen Houston win what four games this year, and they shouldn't have won any games this year. So, you know, I think we can we can put that as a.
1: Yeah, actually, I'm know, gonna take an, Chargers too.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's no way um
1: Herbert's gonna have a, a much better game this week and I mean I don't know, is the offense doesn't worry me for the Chargers dude they're I definitely think they're gonna bounce back it's just their run defense hasn't bounced back at all this year yeah but there's a reason why they're running backs second. who are who are
0: kind of not I mean yeah the other one, thing that worries 100%. me too is that
1: the Raiders can't stop the run either and they just shut Denver's run game down so that is also very concerning so yeah Give me the Chargers minus a six and a half. Yeah, if it's under a touchdown, I think you take that.
0: All right, let's fly through this one. Bucks going into New York to play the Jets, twelve and a half points. I'm Bucks all day on on this one. I think Gronk's gonna have a huge day. I hate to say it because I don't like Gronk, but I mean I don't
1: mind Gronk. I I just think, I think you know Tom Brady's how he's cool. had he's had two like bad yeah. games. You know what I mean? Like even last game they won, but it wasn't like a great game by any stretch of the imagination and I mean I don't know dude like I like Tampa Bay here obviously because the jets suck, but this is just like a game that I could like see crazy shit happening dude.
0: I don't any think moment? so I think I think jet the bucks are kind of on that like we got embarrassed in New Orleans by not putting up any points.
1: Yeah, but they, I mean they put up 32 against the Panthers, but they didn't even look good putting up those 32. They went 32 yeah. to 6, and I was so, like, I mean, I was they like need damn, to... the Bucks didn't look that good.
0: No, but they got to get back into to playoff form because they're not going to go anywhere if they're looking like a mediocre team. So I think we see a big day from uh from Tampa Bay here. I think we're gonna have uh I think we're gonna have a spread out offense. I think you're gonna see the run game, you know, go. Strong against thing? who's the running Jets the stuff? ball
1: for them this this week? Um, Murray is uh, or I mean, is Le'Veon Bell gonna play because I know they no, signed their
0: running back was is back this week. Um, Farnett's not back, no, no, no. Um, the, the other one, uh, Ron? Ronald Jones uh, Jones, excuse me, Jones is back, yeah. And then you've got Keyshawn Vaughn in there as well. So,
1: you know, where Ronald Jones went to college,
0: let me guess, USC. That's right. Who cares? All right. Let's uh let's move it's on to the Greatest university
1: game. on the planet, bang. This is
0: a uh, this is actually a really tough one to uh, to handicap uh, with all of the you know situations going on right now with the QBs. Um, and this is gonna be the 49ers hosting the Texans. Uh, Texans are 11 and a half point dogs, but is Jimmy G gonna play? Is Trey Lance gonna play? I think the Niners should be putting in Trey Lance. Um, you know, again, just Why? my opinion here. Why because I think uh I, I don't trust Jimmy G when he's healthy. And if he is if he's got a messed up thumb, then I don't think that he's gonna be successful in, in you know being a top level QB here. Um so we haven't say, seen Trey Lance in any
1: situation this yeah, I we mean, have he played against the Cardinals and looked like shit. He
0: played yeah and that was what week five
1: yeah but what's to say he got better he hasn't seen any like live game action
0: yeah he hasn't seen any live game action so put him up against a team against like the texans where he yeah, but- can throw- flourish and he can he doesn't have a top the texans just beat justin herbert do you think the texans are going to be coming back back to back on a strong game like that we haven't seen it. Who
1: knows, dude? Against a guy like Trey Lance, where we don't know anything. And last time he played, he literally couldn't even throw the ball. Like he, they were running like QB power every fucking. I mean, obviously, I expect him to do a little bit more than that. He's practiced a lot more, but there's nothing that says that he's gonna be. He's going to be good. Like we have no evidence of that. We're just assuming because he was a high draft pick and what we've heard from camp. Okay, he's gonna be solid, but watching what he was able to do against Arizona I have no confidence that he well, that they could beat the Texans. Playing
0: Arizona's defense was playing outstanding at the time and I think that's a, a you know big aspect of this. I'm I mean I'm with you. I don't think he's ready yet. I think he needs I think he needs to get playing time and he hasn't gotten a single snap in like the last 5 weeks, probably even more than that, which is you know if I'm a Niners fan, which I am, I'm a little bit worried about because I think they need to utilize him and his, you know, his RPO, you know, style of play where he can, you know, take that, that run. He can turn things into a first down. He can get those touchdowns when you're you know, deep in the red zone and really push him to get those snaps. And I think this is a great opportunity for him to get those snaps now, 11 and a half. yeah but it's a great opportunity
1: if you're like not a playoff team but the niners are a playoff team
0: but you're going against the texans and yes i understand that the texans had a good week last week but we got to look at the texans as a whole and they've been playing a lot better in the last
1: couple weeks they have
0: been but they're not able to put back-to-back games
1: and you have davis mills coming home to stanford dude stanford's backyard
0: davis mills stinks
1: he was good, dude. He looked good last week. He's looked good the last like two or three weeks, dude. He actually against looked Jacksonville like
0: good. Jacksonville and again against the Chargers. They looked good against the Chargers. I, I will give you that. But everybody looks good against Jacksonville.
1: And no, it, it's Josh Allen didn't look good against Jacksonville.
0: That's because Josh Allen was on the other side. But, um, <laughs> but. Uh, Okay, so one one team didn't look good against Jacksonville. Um, Man, I'm just
1: saying, dude. Like these yeah, are NFL teams, bro. Like I understand they're, that They're all pros. Yeah,
0: but I I fully ex- don't expect Houston to put two crazy weeks together like they did last, last week and then this week again. Um, so I think you. I, I think we see Trey Lance, and if Trey Lance is in, it's going to drop down to six and a half, um, which is kind of what we had before today's announcement that jimmy g may be back um that he's not going to require surgery and he can play but i if if i'm the niners i rest jimmy because at this point in time he is the better qb than, you know then uh then trey lance and you get him healthy for that wild card game
1: yeah I mean this is definitely the game to rest in, but you've got the Rams next week, which is gonna be against the spread. If Trey Lance plays, I am not laying eleven and a half points.
0: Oh no, not eleven and a half points. But we saw it before Jimmy was even possible that it was gonna be six and a half. So it's six and a half. I really like it. I'm still gonna take it at eleven and a half because I think I I don't think
1: the Texans are gonna do anything. I can't do 11 and a half with He going to get sorry. sacked eight times. So, I mean, he very well could, but what's to say that um, the offense is going to do anything? Because, you know, Houston's defense has played pretty decent. I mean, they still let up what? 30
0: points against the Chargers, 16 against Jacksonville, 33 against Seattle, 31 against Indy. 21 against the Jets.
1: And with the, not with Trey Lance, dude. I oh, don't know. I mean, who knows, dude? But I'll, give me the Texans. Dude. 11 and a half with, with Trey Lance. Give me the Texans. We have no idea. This is like the Raiders game, dude. It's like, there's just too many question marks in this game to bet it right now. But yeah. I'm going to take the Texans right now. Yeah.
0: I'm um, still going to be faithful. All right. Let's move to a quick one. We got. Two shitty teams here. Uh we've got the Eagles going into Washington. Uh Washington coming off an absolute embarrassment. And we talked about this on tap room about how Washington is just, I mean, they've they've lost the room. Absolutely lost the room. And uh there's after a what 56 to what was it, 10?
1: Yeah, it was ugly. Like, 56, was
0: 14. Um, loss. That's uh, I mean, they're they're ready for the beaches, the golf courses as well. Um, so right now we've got Eagles minus three and a half going into Washington. The Old Eagles Runners are in the playoff line, too. Dive.
1: Yep. Eight and seven. Eagles are in the playoff lane. I mean, yeah, dude. I I lean the Eagles here, dude. I don't love it just because, like, dude, I just don't trust the Eagles defense, dude. Like, I mean the Eagles offense. They've been running like, the ball a lot. They've been running the ball very well. But at some point, like this is, it reminds me of Lamar Jackson's rookie year. Except Lamar Jackson's a way better athlete than Jalen Hurts. Sure. But at you know, soon as Jalen, soon as they figured out Lamar's first year, like he, the team just it didn't look the same, dude. And he had to learn how to throw the ball a little bit. And I feel like um, this Eagle seems the same way, dude. Like at some point, teams are just gonna stack the box against him and be like, okay. Throw the ball, dude. Like we're yeah. we don't give a fuck. We're gonna shut you down running the ball, and you could do whatever you want. Fucking throwing it, we'll let you throw it. You know, I I know Washington got their ass beat last game, but Ron Rivera is a very well respected man. Sure. I do. I was talking with Brian this week, Brian Lewis, who was on our uh, draft mm-hmm. show. For those that have listened, and I was telling him like. I was like, bro, I wouldn't be surprised if Ron Rivera steps down after this season because you know that shit last week was they're crazy. They're still six dude. and nine. They are still six and nine, but Ron Rivera is probably like, yo, I don't want it, I don't need to deal with this shit no more. And Washington, no. as close as they are to being good, they're so far away because their missing piece, their biggest missing piece, aside from offensive line, is a quarterback, dude. Taylor Heineke okay. is not it, dude. Like, neither is uh you know, I fell in love with Taylor Heineke. The story was nice. It was oh, cool. We know. Oh, we know. <laughs> it was cool. But he's just not that dude. Like, he's going to be a serviceable backup the rest of his career. Like, he's going to be that guy that can come in and win you a game or two when you need him to, when your starter is a hurt. But he's not a guy that's going to win you 10 games a year, dude. Yeah. And neither is Jalen Hurts. But Washington at home playing for respect this week. Give me Washington – on the money line, I think they're gonna win for Ron Rivera. I think they bounce back after that ugly performance.
0: Ooh, Washington money line. Let's see what's that sitting at right now. Washington money line. Actually, it's is it right here? No, don't have it right there. Sorry. Come on. It's probably what's probably like Washington plus, money line
1: sitting at right now. It's probably like plus one eighty because they're only three and a half point dogs. Let me see here. Let's see what the money lines are. Let's see here. 150. Plus oh, wow. 150.
0: Not as good as I expected there, but it still makes money. Still positive money there. Um, all right, let's move into our last uh, – Game that we're going to uh, kind of dive into, um, and then we'll finish off with two quick hits. We've got the Cardinals going into oh Dallas to play God, the Cowboys game, Cardinals versus Cowboys. Right now, Cowboys are five point favors here. Cardinals are on a slippery slope, they'll still probably get a wild card position, but it's kind of up in the air right
1: now. No, they're they already clinched a wild card, they're 100% in the playoffs.
0: Okay, um. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I guess a uh, wild card right now is sitting at eight seven. So, um, all right. So, five points after Dallas's uh, molly whopping of Washington last year, last week. Cardinals loss.
1: Where are we going? Cardinals here? three losses in a row. Three all, losses
0: in a row, yeah.
1: You know, pretty bad losses to Yeah, Don't. games they probably should have won don't you think they bring it at back? All. um yeah i do i think the cardinals are gonna win this game now here's the thing with the cowboys dude they since they lost against the raiders they're 4-0 but i mean they're 4-0 against some bad teams dude they played a depleted saints team right uh taysom hill's first start then they played Washington and they almost lost against Washington at home and they were up like twenty three to three at one point like it was an ugly game or twenty four to three or whatever it was mm-hmm. only won by seven because they kind of fell apart. Then they beat the Giants at New York and then, which they didn't look good. And then they mollywop Washington, obviously, and a lot of things went right for them to happen. Um, I do, I do think that Dallas. Uh, Maybe not a better team. I mean, we I don't really know if they're a better team. It, based on the last four weeks, yes, they're a better team. But I don't know how to judge this Cowboys team, Ben. Are they that mm-hmm. Cowboys team that lost against the Raiders? Um, because when you look at when you look at who they beat all season, dude, the Cowboys, that is, like, yes, the Chargers win was a good win, but you could very well the Chargers sh- we could argue should have probably could have won that game. You know, you take away two bad penalties, Chargers win that game. Two very, very questionable penalties. It's not like I'm just saying that to hate on the Cowboys. Um, Obviously, they beat the Eagles 41-21 at home. Then they beat the, the Panthers, Giants, the Patriots, good win. Yep. Vikings lose to the Broncos at home, get stomped by the Broncos. Then they bounce back, beat the, beat the Falcons 43-3. Then they lose – To the fucking Chiefs 19 to 9. Then they lose to the Raiders. Then win, 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 win against some bad teams. Last time they mollywopped a team, they lost the next game in a game they should have won. Kyler Murray has been speaking out a lot this week, saying that, you know, we just need to execute better. Rodney Hudson is back this week. The Cardinals are 8 and 2 with Rodney Hudson when he plays. Give me the Cardinals. Money line, baby. Money, money, money line. I like the Cardinals. And Kyler Murray has won four Nash, or four state titles in this stadium. He's never lost a game in uh, AT&T. And it's not starting this weekend. Give me Kyler. Give me the Cardinals. Let's go. Let's ride.
0: Well, you're riding on that bus alone
1: because
0: I am going, uh, <laughs> yeah, is I'm going with uh, Dallas here. because I like buses alone, dude. Yeah, dude, they're good. Um, offense Dallas's offense has been outstanding their defense has stepped up back to where they were at the beginning of the year when we were questioning their offense and you know Kyler does he doesn't throw the ball into dangerous situations but Dallas's defense makes situations dangerous so we haven't seen a, a Kyler interception in a couple weeks but I do think we see one here um, and I think that's going to be the, the kind of changer here. Um, I'd still go with the over 51. It's a, uh, it's pretty high, but I think this is going to be a, a game where, you know, you don't have to, you're going to see a lot of points. Um, Connor, I believe is going to be back. He's questionable, but he's practicing. Um, so that's going to be a, a push for the, uh, Arizona offense here, but Dallas just has too many options on that offensive side and their defense is sticking up. So I'm going to go with the, uh, with Dallas here um, at the minus five. So
1: you're riding uh, alone on that, on that bus. Sorry. That's fine.
0: I got a lot of, I got a lot of their friends on that bus too. So um, let's go with uh, the Panthers saints. Saints are hosting and seven point favors here over under is sitting at our lowest of the week at 38 and a half. Taysom Hill is back.
1: Oh, I mean even matters I mean I'm gonna take panther I mean I'm gonna take Saints minus seven just because the panthers are in disarray dude and they're really playing for nothing uh Matt rule I would not be shocked if he gets fired in the offseason because they've given him a lot of control in that organization and he's kind of taken one step forward and two steps back dude yeah um it kind of seems like are they starting Sam darnold this weekend on um, mm.
0: I don't see that here.
1: I think he is going to start. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, man. Give me... Man, the seven's a he, lot, yep, dude. Sam Darnold Saints, is dude. starting. Darnold man, give is me starting. the Panthers, dude. That's just too much to lay for the Saints. And the Saints only have like two wins at home this year. Did the Panthers have... yeah, the Panthers started the season, good, dude, and then everything everything just fell apart, dude, the wheels fell off.
0: I guess they have three wins on the road, yeah, this is tough. seven is a lot. this is a game I will not bet <laughs> by no, the way, <laughs> absolutely not <sighs> not whatsoever, um. I'm going to go to the Saints just because they're coming off a bad week that they shouldn't have lost by 17.
1: They had like no players. Dog.
0: Yeah, so. Dude,
1: that Their was like defense. the easiest bet of the year was Dolphins minus three on Monday night. Like, I yeah. can't even believe that that line was only minus three. Like, the Stayed books through. literally yeah. gave out free money, dude. Yeah. Like, that was insanity, dude. I was going to make it my best bet on Tap Room, but I was like, I told you I was like, dude, I didn't want to do two NFL games, so. That was the easiest bet I made all year, though. I was just like, dude, this doesn't make any sense. Like, yep. Why are they only minus three? That was also why I didn't take it as my best bet, though, because usually when shit's when too happens, obvious, yeah. it's like, what's yep. going on, dude? There's something I, up here. I'm still going to go Saints. Uh, it's
0: okay if I lose this one. I'm going to go for it, so. All right, let's finish off with these not-so-prime times with the Lions heading into Seattle to play the Seahawks. Seahawks are six-and-a-half-point favors. And uh, because it's under a touchdown, mm, actually, mm, I don't know
1: here. Kind of like the Lions.
0: No, I'm going to go Seahawks. Jerk uh... questionable. Day-to-day, could miss Sunday's game. Rappaport says think that's huge
1: so i saw i saw awesome stat that's like the lions haven't won a game in seattle since like i'm trying to find the exact date but i'm pretty sure it's like it's been like since the 80s or something okay um Sorry, I'm trying to find it. But it's been it's been a long time since the Lions have won in Seattle, and the Bears also haven't won in Seattle in a very long time. And the Bears just won. I think the Lions win this game, dude. The Seahawks, oh yeah, You're gonna have
0: Tim Boyle as your QB, and they're winning this game.
1: Is he playing for sure? They said uh,
0: Golf is day to day, but unlikely to play.
1: Oof. I still like him to cover the six and a half. Because the Seahawks can't score, dude. (laughs) Detroit can? I mean, Detroit can't either. But the one thing about Detroit is they play hard. They play hard every game, dude. Honestly, they're allowing 26 points a game. But they're within one possession every game. They're only scoring 17. And it's like the Seahawks are light. It's not like the Seahawks have been lighting up. They won with Tim Boyle last week, or they. 20, they only lost by 25. four points against Tim Boyle last week, or however many they lost by to they Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I Se- is Seattle not much, much better. better than Atlanta. I
0: mean, yeah, I'd still put Seattle better than Atlanta <laughs> uh,
1: by how much, dude? Seattle is a better record. I mean, not Seattle, uh, Atlanta is a better record. They probably no. have a better record against same teams. Yeah, dude, Atlanta's like six. What are they, six and eight, six and nine. Fucking Seahawks only have six wins, dude. They're five and ten. And the lines have like, been really not... good against the spread, dude. Wow, Atlanta's seven and eight. That's <laughs> what I'm telling you, bro. They're better. They're better than you think they are. Just because they like when they lose, they fucking lose, dude. Yeah. I'm still on Seattle here. I can't. I
0: can't take the lines. At all. At all. All right, let's take a quick word from our, our one of our other Taproom Sports podcast. We will be right back. We're going to have our fantasy draft. We're going to make some best bets. We're going to talk about our primetime games. So
1: we will be back. Yes, sir. Do you like sports? Yeah. Do you like beer? Yeah. Well, the perfect podcast exists for you. Tune in every Monday as I, Jordan, stacks on stacks on stacks, lads.
0: And me, Big Ball and Ben Larson, as we recap the weekend sports, preview upcoming games, and review quality craft brews on the Taproom Sports Podcast.
1: Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fixed. Visit taproomsportspodcast.com for more info.
0: But I think I have seen enough still. Makes me hated, jaded acting like a buzz kill. I'm so used to these nights being fun filled. Baby, baby, I don't wanna be a buzz kill. I don't wanna be a buzz kill,
1: but the battles
0: always up Alright, we are back. Make sure to check out Tap with Jordan and I coming out on every Monday for that Monday morning's meal where we discuss the weekend sports and review some delicious beers. But it is time we're gonna move out of the games for a second. We're gonna focus on some individual players for our fantasy drafts. I mean, it's a good thing we didn't record last week because y'all got. I mean, we talked about Molly Wop earlier. We got Molly Wopped in the draft in the fantasy draft here. I took the Ooh, W dude. last week. You and Eddie, man. I don't
1: even remember what my destroyed. team was. Destroyed
0: absolutely destroyed i won 159.5 you were second with 106.75 we're not even close 52 Man. points here i had burrow i had justin uh justin jackson i had Devonte adams amon ross, ross st baron like just let's keep going down the list but we didn't have the podcast, so it doesn't count for our numbers. So that means you're still in first, which is a little bit of a farce at 773. Uh, I am in second at 769. Eddie is in third at
1: 762. It's just us this week. So who do you have as your QB? So quarterback, I'm going with the guy who's won four state championships in AT&T Stadium. The Texas native. If you ask. Anybody who knows anything about high school football in Texas, they will tell you Kyler Murray is the greatest high school player to ever come out of Texas. Give me Kyler Murray at quarterback. How much was he? Uh $35. Okay. Spending Ooh. some I'll spending some coin.
0: I'm going a dollar less, and I'm going to go with a big comeback week, and that's going to be Justin Herbert against Denver
1: at 34. That's a good pick, too. I thought about him. Running back, I'm going to go Joe Mixon against Kansas City. Kansas City, uh, defense-wise, slightly above average DVOA, but against the run is really their weakness. They're really good against the pass. They're 20th against the run. So I'm going to take Joe Mixon here in a game where it should be snowing, Ben.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with David Montgomery for $25 going against the Giants. Giants aren't Good at anything. So $25 seems like a good deal for David.
1: <laughs> I like it. Uh my second running back, I'm gonna go a little bit cheaper. I'm going go $19 for AJ Dillon against Minnesota. Minnesota has been playing better defense of late, not very good against the run. Give me AJ Dillon. He's the wrecking ball for the Packers. And when he out carries Aaron Jones, the Packers are a much better team.
0: I'm going to go with Ramondre Stevenson for my uh, second running back uh, going up against Jacksonville. I think new England is going to destroy Jacksonville this week um, to kind of get back to where they were prior to these last few that have been iffy. Uh, So we'll go Ramondre Stevenson for $18. Nice.
1: My first wide receiver, I'm going to spend $22. I'm going to go Amari Cooper against Arizona. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a one-possession game, it's going to be high-scoring. And Amari Cooper, he had uh, six catches last week, starting to get back in rhythm with Dak Prescott. giving Amari Cooper for $22. bucks.
0: All right, my top wide receiver for the week is going to be Tyler Lockett at $24 going against Detroit. Um, I mean, we know his connection with Russ. I don't understand why DK um, has kind of been pushed out of the picture. Um, so at $24, I thought this was great value. So we're gonna go Tyler Lockett.
1: Nice. I'm gonna go with Brandon Cooks for eighteen dollars as my next wide receiver. He's going against San Francisco. We know their issues um uh in their secondary, and Brandon Cooks is honestly the only fucking weapon for Houston. So you yeah. <laughs> know he's gonna get some targets.
0: Yep. I'm gonna go with Devonta Smith uh, going up against Washington. I expect Washington to uh, uh, not show up like they did last week. It won't be as bad because they're playing a Philly team. Um, but uh, Devonta Smith got a lot of catches last week, had a touchdown as well. Um, so maybe even two. Um, but we're going to we're gonna bank on him having a, another decent day.
1: Um, so twenty-one bucks, I'll take it. Nice, nineteen bucks. I'm going Amon Rossing Brown from usc he is getting 33 percent of targets from detroit especially with uh that dog shit quarterback they have playing last week maybe this week boyle but he's definitely been the bright spot of their offense um recently ben so give me amon rossi brown 19 bucks he had a good week last week
0: uh, i'm gonna go with Devonte parker I like the way uh, miami is spreading the ball around and um you know, even though uh, Waddle is going to be the top receiver, I think Devontae Parker is going to get a lot of uh, a lot of catches here because I think their Tennessee is going to try to double up Waddle, and Waddle still get his time. But for twenty bucks, I think Devonte Parker is a, a good pick here.
1: Oh, yeah! And then for nineteen, my first tight end or my only tight end, I'm gonna take uh, Dawson Knox going against Atlanta. Atlanta sucks. Buffalo can only throw it Josh Allen. He seems to have this like white boy connection with Dawson Knox, so let's ride with it. <laughs>
0: okay, I mentioned uh this tight end earlier. I'm going to go with Gronk. As much as I hate him, he watch. he's not going to have any points this week. But um I mean he's been he's been lights out for these last couple weeks. Uh, him and Brady are, you know, bringing that connection back and I mean they're playing the Jets. So
1: Gronk's going to get like three touchdowns in the red zone. <sighs> Well, I have a similar thought process for mine, Ben, but I'm going to go Antonio Brown for my flex because okay. him and Brady have a connection. He had like 10 catches last week. He was really the only bright spot of the offense. Um, so give me Antonio Brown in the flex position going up against the Jets. Okay. My 20 flex. Bucks, um, by the way.
0: Okay. Okay. My flex is going to be 20 bucks. Um, and we're going to go with OBJ. Obj mm, here uh four touchdowns in his time with the rams and like seven touchdowns in all of his time with the browns um so you know he's been uh he has been one of the bright spots when cup has been double teamed and it is going to be raining in baltimore but um you know he's a he's a top level wide receiver when he shows up and he's he makes a difference so 20 bucks and the
1: Ravens' secondary is, like, depleted.
0: War, war. Yep. <clears throat>
1: uh, on defense, for $12, I'm going to go Chicago Bears because the Giants don't score, and it's going to be shitty weather. So, for yep. 12 bucks, fuck it.
0: 12 bucks is great price there. I went 14 and I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. I am hoping that uh, Washington doesn't show up. I don't think they're going to show up. Um, we talked about their QB
1: situation. And if you get a special Nobody's teams answer. and defensive touchdown like last week, whoo, yep i will take it i will definitely take it there
0: all right so that's the uh the fantasy draft we'll see who won uh won this week uh when we uh, are back on for week 18 action and the winner will get an extra minute at the end but it's time to move into our primetime games we've got three games here we're going to go over the game of the week which is going to be the chiefs and Bengals. then we've got sunday night football which is the vikings and packers and then on monday we've got the browns and steelers kind of want to go backwards because monday night's game kind of sucks compared but we're not going to do that we're going to start with the game of the week we've got the chiefs going into cincinnati to play the Bengals. Uh, i think this is going to be a great game uh right now chiefs are five point favors and if you listen to tap room, I did take the chiefs at four and a half. So a little bit of movement here. Um, but uh, I still
1: got chiefs at five. Yeah. I mean, this is a, it's an interesting game, dude, because Kansas city's defense after week seven, 31st DVOA. Now they're top 15, 13 yep. DVOA. So, I mean, they've literally, if you think about the last, um, you know, eight games or so that right? Eight games. Yeah. I mean, they're playing elite, like top three level defense, yep. dude. Like, that's how much of a drastic difference we've seen in this game. So it, it makes handicapping Chiefs games a little bit difficult. I'm not gonna lie, because what we've seen from the Chiefs in like the the Patrick Mahomes era is that their defense is always like Ben don't break. So they allow a ton of yards, but they're like great in the red zone. Mm-hmm. They don't allow a ton of touchdowns um, or the chiefs just get up on people so much that it makes them, it makes a, a team very one dimensional and they have to throw the ball. I mean, the chiefs against the past, they're one of the better pass defensive teams in the league. Um, Thirteen. 13th in the league against the passman and then 21st against the run. Yeah. So Cincinnati Joe Mixon bad weather, right? So they're probably going to lean on the run a little bit. But both these teams are also good passing teams, you know what I mean? And good passing teams can throw in those in the snow. We've seen it before. Mahomes has done it before. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting game. Cincinnati's really been Jekyll and Hyde offensively, though, too. Like, they'll have a great offensive game and then a bad offensive game. And so which Cincinnati shows up?
0: Yeah, I mean, Cincinnati hasn't had too many big wins this year. I mean, uh, the Vikings game, the week one, um, they lost to the Bears. They beat the Steelers, which isn't anything to write home about. The Jags lost to the Packers. They beat the Lions. They beat the Ravens. Okay, that was a good one. They lost to the Jets. They beat the – oh, no, sorry. They lost to the Browns, beat the Raiders, not impressed there, beat the Steelers, not impressed there, lost to the Chargers, lost to the Niners, beat the Broncos, not impressed, beat a Ravens team last week that didn't have anybody. So when they're going up against a tough team like Kansas City, especially the way Kansas City has played, like I just don't see how – this is sitting at five. I mean, we we saw the inflation of Kansas City last year, and I'm kind of surprised that this isn't a seven-point game.
1: Well, I mean, the Bengals are still at home, and they're coming off, you know, dominating victory. You know what I'm saying? And like the begins, Bengals, like I said, the, the nobodies. Yeah, I mean, they played the Ravens. This is still a divisional matchup. You know yeah, what I mean? But the
0: Ravens didn't have anyone in the lineup their secondary was beat up Their yeah i mean they were going they
1: had a fucking third string quarterback yeah but still i mean cincinnati's been a good defense all year it's not like they've been dog shit they've been above average top half of the league um it's just really you know what what uh defense shows up for the chiefs is it going to be the defense we've gotten for the last seven weeks the other thing too is like joe burrow lit up the ravens the ravens blitz a lot and he's very good against a blitz dude he's the highest rated passer against a blitz this year yeah um joe burrow that is and the chiefs don't blitz at all dude they play a lot of zone coverage they mix up a their they basically rush with their front four so joe burrow's gonna have to sit there and kind of dissect coverages and shit and i think that's one thing that the chiefs are really good at too with uh steve spagnola is they are able to hide their coverages a lot which is why you've been seeing them do better against the pass. I don't know, man. Like This is a tough game. The five points, dude, makes me lean. Cincy, I don't love it, though. No way. I don't love it. I love the over in this game, though. I love the over 51.
0: I'll take the over as well, but no way. Kansas City is our number one team for a reason. Who's number one team?
1: Both of ours on taproom this week. Nah, Green Bay is my number one team. You even know, no. pay attention to my number one team, Doug. I don't care about your number one. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? I knew yours um, was number. I knew your KC number one. Yeah, sorry, KC's number two. Um, no, there's a reason. There no, is since he league. at home minus five. That's telling you came to see an eight point better team. Because he hasn't I mean,
0: won key- against anybody at home.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like. The Chiefs haven't really beat up on anybody but the Raiders and uh, the Steelers. I mean, every other game is, like, pretty close. They even had a close game against the fucking Giants. No. No, no, no. It's not like they're blowing teams out. It's just they're finally good against the spread because they're not fucking minus 14 favorites every week, dude.
0: <laughs> they, they and they've beat five points – Every single okay. week for the last how long?
1: In there, all right. So they won twenty to seventeen against Daniel Jones and the Giants, and they won thirteen to seven against Jordan Love and the Packers. Okay, then they so went forty-one to six, fourteen against the Raiders. More than six,
0: more than five.
1: Nineteen and nine against the Cowboys. More than that was a good win. Uh, twenty-two to nine against the Broncos. More than five. Not a good offense. 48 to 9 against the Raiders. That's the Raiders have only five. put up more than 17 points one time since Henry Ruggs has gone out. Okay. Uh 34-28 against the Chargers. More than five. At Chargers, too. And then uh I mean you could be right. I don't know. Give me the give me the Bengals here. And though. then they have like
0: 26 against Pittsburgh. Let's not forget about that one. 26. More than Pittsburgh stinks, 5. So. <sighs> All right. Whatever um let's move to our saturday night or sorry saturday night sunday night football game uh we got the vikings heading into green bay uh packers are six and a half point favors over under is sitting at 47 and a half vikings are the last team to beat green bay at lambo
1: when what year last year did they win in lambo last year i mean no out of dealing though uh, Dalvin Cook
0: is supposed to be back.
1: And they're, like, eliminated from the playoffs, aren't they? Because they lost last week? Yes, I believe so.
0: Packers allowed twenty eight 28.8 points in the last five.
1: See, that's my biggest concern about the Packers is, like, the last two games, too, especially, like, they've been up by, like, 12 or more points, and both of them going into the fourth quarter, and they basically allowed the team to come back within a within a score. Yeah. That's the one thing that worries me about Green Bay, dude, is that they just uh, – I don't know. Yeah, they, they just, play close, games, they just yep. play close games, dude. They just play close games. But – I'm not getting fooled by that, Ben. Give me the Packers minus six and a half going against Kirk Cousins. Primetime Kirk Cousins, too. Hey,
0: primetime has uh has been good in the last two games that he's played, but I'm with you. I think Packers are taking this one.
1: They didn't cover against the Steelers, though. Did they? Oh, yeah, they did cover against the did, Steelers because yeah. they last went into overtime. Games. Yep. Um, you're taking the Packers, too.
0: I'm taking the Packers, too. Yeah, no, no question there. Yeah, fuck uh, all that shit, dude. Like, so I'm not sure. falling for that shit, dude. <laughs>
1: gotta I'm not falling for there, that you know. shit and taking gotta the Vikings, dude. No Adam Thielen. They're going to be able to double-team fucking Jefferson more. Yeah. I, I just don't, I don't see it, dude. All right, then let's
0: move to our Monday night game. We've got the Browns going into Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. And Browns are three-point favors on the road. Over under is sitting at forty and a half percent. We gotta remember that the Browns knocked out the Steelers last year in the FC wild Card game. Is Baker gonna do it again? Dude. I don't think I don't think Baker does it again. I think Nick Chubb does it again, but
1: Yeah, I mean, what's the injury report look like for Pittsburgh? I think it's the biggest question.
0: Presley Marvin questionable, Fairmouth questionable. So they don't have a ton of guys out, yeah. No, uh, nobody that I see out. Hold on, let me pull it up really quick. Pittsburgh Steelers. Questionable, Wormley questionable, Johnson questionable, and Presley Harvin questionable.
1: Yeah, I mean, nobody. I just don't understand like because uh, I mean like the Browns like, lost against the Raiders, but they had a fucking nick mullins in a practice squad qb and they were like depleted on defense they lost against the packers baker mayfield threw four interceptions and honestly that fourth interception was a fucking pass interference that wasn't called and so i mean you, if you think about it baker mayfield threw three interceptions and the cleveland browns still had a chance to win dude yeah i mean that's crazy bro like um uh, and they still play good defense, dude. Man, how am I talking myself into taking Baker and Mayfield here, dude? No, because you're not taking, talking
0: yourself into taking Baker Mayfield. You're talking yourself into taking Chubb, who's going to run all over the horrible Steelers run defense. Absolutely horrible Steelers run defense. It's going to be a, a Chubb-heavy game.
1: Steelers run defense. Yeah. thirty eighth against uh rush DVOA. Yeah. yeah. Give me the, give me the, give me the fucking Browns. Dude. Three Fuck points.
0: Yeah. I mean, if anything, it's going to push. So
1: it's yeah. I think that's the big, I mean, season. that's like, dude, I just can't dude. And I mean, the Steelers offense is just so trash, dude. Like, other than that second half against the vikings i mean they've just been awful dude they could barely even move the ball against the fucking titans somehow they managed to win that game i don't fucking know how dude that's a yeah. miracle on its own now that they're able to win that shit and i mean just getting dog walked by the charge or the chiefs last week that's terrible bro i don't know how you bounce back from that what's their playoff position look like right now for who sorry the Steelers like what's their chance of making the playoffs because the Browns have a better chance because I think the Browns control their destiny uh
0: no Steelers are in 11th place at seven and seven and Cleveland are in 12th at seven and eight sorry seven seven one and Cleveland's in 12 at seven seven eight so they could I mean both of them could win and put themselves into contention for that seventh seed but
1: Yeah, give me Cleveland. I don't know why, but yeah. Give me Cleveland here. I don't think it, yeah. I don't think Steelers have anything left
0: in the tank. So
1: all right, all right, all right, all right. It's that time of the night. We put it all the rest and we give y'all the best bets of the week. No Thursday night games, so we are talking best bets on Sunday or Monday. Uh, so Ben, uh, last week you were. I mean, it's no it's been a two weeks years. ago. You were two and oh, you had KC minus three, that was a W, Vikings minus three and a half, that was a W. Mm-hmm. I went on and two, I had Jags first half, that was coming off the firing of Urban Meyer, that was a fucking debacle. <clears throat> I had Chicago plus three and a half, also a debacle. That was an L. So, what's your two best bets of the week this week?
0: Uh, I'm gonna double up on my bet from uh, from. Uh, tap room and i'm gonna go with kansas city i'm gonna go minus five now because lines have changed a little bit i had minus four and a half on tap room but i still like it at five here um kansas city offense and defense have just been absolutely lights out uh cincinnati are jekyll and hyde we've talked about this all year um and under a touchdown i do like kansas city here um and you know, Kansas City just likes to likes to move the ball the way they've been running with Clyde Edwards. Hilaire is um and Williams has been impressive. Uh Hilaire is questionable for the game, but he is practicing, so he'll likely be in. Um, so I'm gonna go with Kansas City minus five here. Um next I'm gonna go with the Rams over the Ravens. Rams are sitting at minus three and a half. Um and i think that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be an easy game for them because we know lamar doesn't like to throw the ball it was huntley who was uh, kind of moving the ball through the receivers and i think the rams defense can step up and really take away that run option from lamar and kind of keep him in in check so we're gonna go rams
1: minus three and a half nice man Uh, My two best bets this week, I'm going to go Cardinals plus five. I think I said enough earlier. Kyler back in uh, Dallas where he's won four state titles, had some of his best games, greatest high school quarterback in Texas. I think the Cardinals have bounced back. And then we're going over 46 points in the Chargers-Denver game. I said it before, Chargers 32nd against the Rush. Denver hasn't been good, and the Chargers seem to put up points against everybody, so I like this game going over. I think it's going to be a shootout love it
0: all right great podcast thanks for listening to apr that's the annexation of puerto rico podcast make sure to check out our website www.taproomsportspodcast.com to find all of our information about all of the podcasts here at taproom sports make sure to check us out on instagram at taproom underscore sports you can check us out at twitter at taproom sports podcast sorry i did those backwards twitter is taproom underscore sports Instagram is at Taproom Sports Podcast. You can check out uh, Jordan's, which is at Jordan Rules TSP. Make sure to uh, check out all of our podcasts. We mentioned earlier that we have the Taproom Sports Podcast where Jordan and I review the weekend sports. We drink some great craft beers. We review those, and uh, it's a ton of fun on that show. Uh, Make sure to check out the TSP Wagers Podcast where we are going to be going over the college football playoffs this week so that's going to be a fun one um yeah make sure to uh to check out biscuits and barrels if you like hockey that's where i am joined by the 90 second beer review guys to do a monthly nhl report and that's going to be coming out in about two weeks but that's it we don't have a winner this week i should have been taking the uh the extra time here but uh well we gotta see. Winner,
1: rest in peace to yep. john madden
0: damn jumping on my lines man sorry
1: Shit. my no, bad my bad i didn't even know go you're ahead. gonna say that Go ahead. i was afraid because i was gonna talk about it to begin with and i realized after the first second i was like oh man we forgot to talk about john madden so yep. it's been on my mind the whole show we gotta say rest in peace to a football legend dude Yep. Absolutely incredible. Ben it's it's crazy for us because you know, we grew up in the 80s, right? And John Madden, we never get to see John Madden as a coach. No. But he was his legend to us is as a broadcaster in his video games. Yep. Which is incredible because that's how his that's how long his career spanned. Like my stepdad, dude, we, it's crazy because we were talking about it on on Saturday about John Madden and because my stepdad's a diehard Raider fan, dude. Mm-hmm. And he was like talking about how the raiders were with john madden and then how they're just dog shit now basically yeah Yeah. but it was a it was a conversation about john madden and that's just it's crazy like yep it's crazy
0: yep unforeseen circumstances too um
1: which is is definitely
0: rough i glad that he got to spend the time you know over christmas with the family that's uh you know that's a, a huge thing and uh yeah rest in peace that's that's tough i will be making a introduction just for you my, my friend hey that's gonna oh. be right there oh, yeah hell yeah so uh with that we're going to wish you a happy new year's hope everybody out there had a great christmas and uh we will see you next week for week
1: 18 be safe on new year's uber and lyft are your
0: best friends people